0: Hey, this is Christian Potenza, and you're listening to Anything Goes with Darren Frost on Laugh Attack, XM Radio.
1: (laughs) Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready for some laughs, are you?
2: Tonight we have a chance to say, yeah, you're right. We're too extreme, we're too wild, we're too out of control, we're too full of our own shit. Or we have a chance to say, hey, fuck you, you're wrong. Fuck you, we're right.
3: Proving once again cats are smarter than humans, this is Anything Goes with Darren Frost. How the fuck am I funny? Dave Martin. What have we got here, a fucking comedian? And Kathleen McGee. Execute every
1: motherfucking last one of you! Can you dig it? Alright, we're back. One more week, somehow we made it. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and No Holds Bar Talk Show talking about events of the news pop culture, and the state of Canadian stand-up comedy. And now, without further ado, here's the host of Anything Goes, Mr. Darren Frost. Take it away, Darren.
0: Woo! We're back for another week. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Get the letters ready. Uh, (laughs) This week, uh, a big week in stand-up comedy. There's a a bunch of stuff happening in the news, which we'll talk about later. But the biggest thing in stand-up comedy, uh, probably in North America right now, in Vancouver, the Human Rights Commission tribunal has uh, voted and uh, set their... uh, there, I don't know how to even say it uh, set the idea that uh, what happened to Guy Earle, a comedian in Vancouver, who was uh, heckling and saying derogatory things to two lesbians in a bar now has to pay uh, $22,000. 7000 has to be paid by the bar, the establishment itself, and $15,000 has to be paid by Guy Earl. So because of this, normally we have an intro where we talk about what's happening in our week. Fuck it, we're going to go right into the topic and discussion. And we invited two people to come down, both with over 30 years stand-up comedy experience, so these aren't lightweights. We have Harry Dupe and Simon Rackoff in the studio with us. Guys, thanks for coming.
2: My pleasure. Thanks for having us.
0: So, really, the 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 bottom, just to give a little bit of uh, context to this argument, uh, Guy Earl was performing in an open mic situation at a bar slash restaurant, and was uh, heckled. Or this is the, very debatable. Uh, the one person's story is he was heckled by some lesbians. He said them some, some things back, very derogatory, probably not very funny. And uh, then there was a, a situation where he walked off stage, uh, approached the table, was uh, water was thrown on him. They had more words exchanged went back on stage to introduce a comic, went back to the table, second water was thrown on them, that's when he grabbed a set of glasses, smashed the uh, lesbians' glasses, and this is where we are today, they went to the Human Rights Tribunal, and they had a long uh, three-year process of finally coming to the conclusion that Guy Earle was guilty of uh, discrimination, is that exactly the term that was?
1: Well, uh, well, okay. one thing I want to say, I don't know if you even need to say probably wasn't funny because there's a clip on YouTube where someone uh, approaches him backstage at another event and asks him, what exactly did you say? And then he kind of basically throws out every single hacky line about, like, right. oh, well, no straight guy's going to want to fuck you. That's why you're a lesbian. Uh, someone put a cock in your ma- a cock in her mouth and shut her up. And, um, and it, if, if it wasn't an open mic, and, and often at a lot of open mics, you know, the comedy will get second billing to, like, whatever wing special is on that night. Right. So a lot of the times audiences don't even know that there is a show going on. But these two lesbians were sitting in the front row, weren't they? They were sitting right in the front row. They were
0: sitting very close to the front. Originally, they were on the patio. Then they closed the patio, and they were asked to move inside. And that's when they moved inside, sat down near the front.
1: They were moved. They were
4: moved to that table by the staff. Yeah, there yes. was a
5: there was a booth close to the stage. This is what I've heard from somebody who actually was there. They said they were moved to a booth close to the stage. They weren't front row, like a lot of comics say. They were c- close to the stage, but not right in front of him. But I don't think it matters if he was funny or not. This is not not to do, you know. And and they, it's just stupid that now we can't say whatever we want. Okay, well,
4: I'm, okay, well, I'm here to to. This is what I see. This is my thing with the whole thing. Yeah, everyone. People who, who don't know the entire context and they don't know the entire stuff, they're reacting based on based on the half-truth that someone tells them. Right. My thing is, everyone be informed before you say anything.
5: There's tons of people that are telling different stories. Well, again, because
4: like, like people that are portraying it as, here's this guy in a comedy club hosting the, the show, and someone heckled him and he said something back, and now no comic can say something funny on stage anymore. Right. That's not and, this case. And yeah, that's not right. this case. So, again, everyone's talking about it as a freedom of speech issue. I am saying that it's not specifically a freedom of speech issue, and we'll we'll go into all that well the the one the
0: one thing is I did read forty pages of the hundred page report yeah, one hundred
4: and seven pages yeah, <laughs>
0: and a lot of it was very repetitive, and uh a lot of uh, comics uh opinions were discredited because they didn't get all the facts correct uh based on very small minute details, so therefore, whoever the judge was then discredited everything they had to say, but any time Mrs. Party or Miss Party is the party that was discriminated against. She also got facts wrong to the same extent, but all her opinions were included, and the judge sided. So to me, even just from outside of what happened that night, the report and judgment
4: was seemed flawed to me. Did you, did you read any of it, Harry? Or? Yeah, no, I read—similar I'm similar to you. I, just the, the form that I was trying to read it at on, on, online would right. cut out like the bottom third of the page. So I read like two-thirds of each of the 107 pages. Right, right, <laughs> right.
2: And now— And the murderer is— Exactly, exactly, exactly. That was at the bottom of the page, I couldn't right, tell you. Right,
0: right, It was uh, the guy with the candlestick in the library. Mm-hmm. But th- this is uh, the basic idea. People are saying it's a freedom of speech issue. It might not be. But let's say it is just for the, for now, for sake of argument, if it was just a freedom of speech issue, I think we're all on the same page that we believe in freedom of speech, even though we don't have that in Canada, we have freedom of expression. Is that is that fair to say? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah,
2: and, I, I don't think anybody's... I, I think the only issue at stake here is... Is Guy, is Guy Earl a comedian? Which I think most of us would also agree on—that uh, he is not—and uh, and did he? You know, are these hateful comments that the law, you know, says we're not allowed to say? Are they? Were they in the context of comedy? Right. And
0: what's your opinion on that, Simon? Well, of what you've read or, or looked into or heard.
2: Basically, I think if it's presented as comedy, uh, then it should have the freedom to say anything. The fact that, you know, this is a terrible example and tars us all as comedians is uh, a shame. But nevertheless, I think I think the principle of being able to make a joke funny or not on any topic has to be upheld. Because that's the whole point of a joke is that it isn't actually happening.
1: Well, and, and also you can't always, uh, you can't pick your martyrs or you can't pick the guy that's going to jump on the grenade for everyone. So, I mean... Yeah, I, I know that the debate is not necessarily, you know, is he funny or not? Uh, it, it's more just the right, should he be able to say those things in the context of uh, a comedy show?
4: Okay, again, the thing, the context of the comedy show, though, I will defend anything and everything Guy Earle said while he was on stage in that event. Right. That's not what the judgment's about. The judgment, if you look at it, a lot of it's based on his actions and words when he came off, off the stage twice and went to their table and put his hands on it and leaned over them and was screaming at them about what fucking night cunts they were, and also when he went after her when she was coming back from the washroom, right. And then and then what he said and his actions then besides the word, and then what he said on the uh, Dave and Chuck uh, podcast, right? That 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 uh, that further exasperated the the situation, which because again on that on that broadcast he was he was. Uh, he was exaggerating and and factually incorrect in a lot of what he was saying. He was making it sound way more advantageous to his position. But,
0: you know, the, the, the thing is about the—see, I see, I personally think that's two separate things. What happened at the table, that sh- the police should have dealt with because that was assault on many levels. They threw water on him. He broke the glasses. Those are two forms of assault. Also, she said in the um, the deposition or the report that he came to her table and she wanted to fuse the situation, so she threw water on him. That's what she actually said well, in the deposition. Playing, she? And she did that more than once. I mean, who does that?
4: Okay, but but by the same token, is did anyone ever throw water at him on stage? No, the two times that he came to the table. Yes. Because the first time wasn't none- the first time that he came to the table, and he's screaming at them about right what, about what fucking stunned dyke cunts they are. Right. She said, "Get away from our table," and he kept yelling at them, and she threw a glass of water on them. And then the second time she comes up to their table, he's coming up to the table, and she said, "I, I told you to keep away from our table," and he lights in, and then she throws another glass of water on. But
0: them. But one is assault and one is not. One is one is uh, maybe a word assault, but one is a physical assault. And Canada, you cannot throw water on someone. You can't shove someone. You can't throw... That's assault.
5: That is true. I took business law, and I'm not trying to That is assault. So, I mean,
0: I'm not saying... Look, I'm not here to defend Guy Earl. And just for the record, we did uh, try to contact Guy Earl to have him come on the show, but he did not get back to us on our two requests. So I don't know if he's busy or what, but we did ask for him to... (laughs) Exactly. In Halifax. But to me, it's separate because one is assault. It's like that's when the cops are involved. The Human Rights Tribunal... And this whole idea that she's got post traumatic distress yeah, disorder—that's a little bit much. I mean, that's just that just seems like a big fucking cash grab. She she acted badly. There's reports that she did heckle. She did say bad things about his mother. Said he had a small dick. All these things. And why is that okay? Because and then, that's
2: all true. His mother is horrible. Yes. And his <laughs> penis is tiny. And, he, and he's <coughs> mad
0: at her for giving him such a small penis. See, <laughs> again,
2: again
4: part, of, sorry, part of the context, again, though, is that witnesses say that they weren't heckling. They were talking. They were talking to the waitress. They weren't drunk. They were ordering their second drink. That's what they,
0: the deposition said. But every comic that said contrary to that, they did not take it face value. Well,
4: that Nick, is, Roy, Nick Roy testified that they, that they weren't heckling, and uh, that's in there.
0: But Marlo Franson did, and I'm not saying these are, are all correct. And the other two comics did say that they did yell stuff out. You are correct, though. I think in the beginning, they were probably ordering drinks, and that's as much the venue's fault for, you know, we've all had that, the waitress talking too loud. And, and maybe that started the confrontation, so therefore, you know, Guyer didn't do the smartest thing. But as soon as they start yelling something back, and it's, and it's becoming um, both parties involved,
4: is it really who threw the first arrow at that point? See, again, part of the part of the problem is, is that the, this doesn't break down to specifically uh, someone's feelings being hurt. The, the discrimination is based on him targeting her as a lesbian. And, right. and the assault on that is verbal and off stage is what the motion's about. It's not about whether he was yelling at her or not.
0: But the fact they everyone does agree that they did come near the front and then started making out whether it was a, a, a huge makeout session or... Or a small makeout session. It was not just a kiss on the cheek. That they did show a public show of affection at a bar. Seemed a bit intoxicated by different reports. So is it fair then to go after... If, if a couple, a guy and a girl started making out, you know the comic would be like, get a fucking room, you bunch of whores, and they'd say horrible things based on that action.
4: But, but the comic wouldn't say... Uh say i'm trying to think what he said i've got it down here somewhere but saying uh yeah these rude dykes are ruining the show before you know before they've said anything because they're because they're talking talking to the waitress
5: i had a couple making out in a show that i was hosting Mm -hmm. and i got i got annoyed with them and i called them out i didn't call them dykes but i'm like like i don't remember what i said but i'm like this is ridiculous this is not a place to make out there's nothing sexy about comedy this shouldn't be turning you on like people do people should not be sitting in an audience whether they know it's comedy or not but that's the problem and this is what I wanted to say cuz this is so weird that we're doing this show today i did a show last night in toronto and there was it wasn't really well known that there was a cuz it's a brand new show so nobody really knew there was a show going on there was a birthday party in the back right and um they were talking loudly throughout the whole show and they weren't really paying attention and it was obnoxious and it it wasn't a crowd there to watch was mostly comics and maybe a few other people that were there for the show. But the MC got up and he was very upset and he kept on saying maybe if the birthday party in the back would quiet down a little. And he was doing it nicely. But then they started yelling out, maybe if you guys all didn't suck and blah, blah. And then the MC laid into them and started just yelling shit. So I'm like, oh, my God, is this going to be another human rights tribunal Right. right now? And that's what I'm talking about is. If it's a comedy show and it's advertised, even if it's not in a comedy club, even if it's a restaurant like it was in Zesty's and people are, they were out on the patio. Those women were not there for the comedy show. It was well known that they were not there for the comedy show. But then they freaked out. uh, They started, they started disrupting it. The whole thing that should have happened is they should have just left. They should have just left the place and not sat down and watched a comedy show. But they didn't. They both confronted each yeah, other. Yeah, but if
4: you're but if you're in the middle if you go to a restaurant to have a meal because it's a restaurant and you're going to have a meal where there's no cover charge being charged for you know, it's not specifically comedy night. You're going to a restaurant for a meal and then they move you and your meal from the patio into where there's a at table. eleven
5: PM? At eleven PM and you so, can't so and just drink, not no, a meal. I'm, I'm just saying though, Harry, seriously. Those women should have been like, oh, no, we don't want to watch a comedy show. Let's leave. I actually, someone reminded me, I have been to that restaurant before. I had done it years ago. It was called Zesty's, and uh, it was it's, it does have a big patio, but at 11 o'clock, they have to come in. You should be done your meal by 11 o'clock, and you should be like, okay, well, this isn't something that we want to do. You shouldn't go down and sit in the front and start making out and just being disruptive to people who are doing a show that is advertised in the room. And I've heard, and I don't know, this is another speculation, that there was a sign that said this is an uncensored comedy show. Yep.
0: Okay, wait, wait, one second. We do have to go to a quick break. When we come back from the break, uh, we will pick up this exact point because there is uh, this. This is a, a big uh, bone of contention for me. This and and something else. So we'll just take a quick break. We're here talking about the Guy Earl controversy with uh, our guest this week, Simon Rakoff and Harry Dupe. We'll be back right after the break.
3: You wouldn't pick them up on the side of the road, but thanks for listening. Now this is Anything Goes with Darren Frost, Dave Martin, and Kathleen McGee.
1: Hi, this is Dean Stockwell, and you're listening to Anything Goes with Darren Frost on Laugh Attack XM Radio.
3: For the same reason you slow down at bloody car accidents, you'll keep listening. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost, Dave Martin, and Kathleen McGee.
0: Okay, we're back from the break, and uh, before, if you weren't uh, listening, we are talking about the Guy Earl controversy with uh, Simon Rakoff and Harry Dupe, both comedians have thirty years' experience. So these uh, these guys know what they're talking about in terms of pretty much seeing everything and done it all.
5: Is it combined thirty years? No, or... thirty years. Holy each. moly, how old are you guys?
2: <laughs> thirty years old. <laughs> I'm thirty-seven. <laughs> Actually, last month, April was thirty-three years for me.
5: Holy shit, Simon yeah. Rakoff. Oh yeah,
2: that's right. What do you we're think this just around. happens overnight?
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, not that not that body shape, that's for sure, Simon. <laughs> I told you back in 85, if you just keep plugging. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> well, before the before the break, we were talking about specifically how uh, Harry brought up the idea if you were at a restaurant and they moved your meal into a place that you didn't really want to be in, I- whose fault is that? Also, there is the idea that there was a sandwich board outside that did say X-rated extreme comedy. It was advertised and they didn't see it. Now, is ignorance of the law... Like we can't, you know, if you don't know murder isn't wrong, and you go and kill someone, that's called ignorance of the law, and you can't use that as defense.
1: Do people know that murder is not? Do people think yes. that murder is not wrong? Yeah. Well, okay. I think most people know I it's know, wrong, but you like know what I'm just, saying. Oh, I, I, I have to, to make it. a call. <laughs> 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 yeah, I think any of us
4: can be swayed by opinion, though.
0: Right, but you know, the idea that they didn't see the sign, I don't think, can really be
2: used as a defense. I just, in my opinion, I just, I just feel that the whole notion of you hurt my feelings cannot be used to make somebody pay you. I, I should I just be a millionaire
5: by now from I mean, high school. Because I mean, of that. What are,
2: we're not children. This is not this is not an issue of you know trying to stop bullying in the classroom. Right. This is grown up people in society and in a bar in a bar. And my feeling is that I mean I don't even know what the rules are. I mean I, I I'm sure you can't publicly go out there and and make you know, racial epithets and incite people to violence against a a creed or a sexual orientation in a serious public way. But I mean, even in private, I think you're allowed to say anything you want one-on-one to a person, aren't you? I mean, you can't be sued for saying you're a lesbian. I I don't see that as being...
5: There's a lot of ignorant people in this world, and there's no law of ignorant people talking. There isn't a law. You shouldn't be allowed to sue and get money because your feelings are hurt. And being called a cunt dyke does not give you post-dramatic stress syndrome. Okay, by the
4: same token though, if you're sitting somewhere, regardless of the context, you're sitting somewhere and Mm -hmm. just for this fight, the off-stage fight, if a guy comes up to a table you're sitting at, puts his hands on the table and leans over and is screaming about what a dyke cunt you are. Right. That's a little different than the guy on stage hurting your feelings. No, I understand and then, that. And, yeah, and, and, try, and plus after that, when, you know, the, so there's two times at the table, and then again when she's coming back from the washroom, mm-hmm. and that's when you scream at her again, and then grab, goes for her head and grabs her sunglasses and breaks them in front of her and throws them down on the ground, which is a little, so at that point, it's, it, is, it is bullying and it is threat. Well, well if he, She I think assaulted think him, certain- though.
0: She assaulted him. The whole thing to me is, yeah, I get it. You know, he did not do the right thing going over the table and was still upset with what was going down. But as she, as soon as she threw that water on him, all bets are off. I would I would scream horrible things at someone that threw fucking water on me. And if I have to pay $22,000, I'll pay it because that's assault. The fact that she still has not been arrested for assault when it's public record that she threw water on him that's is atrocious. Well, it's then, on
4: public record. Then why hasn't Guy... Why hasn't Guy pursued that well
0: first of all it's not up the guy once it becomes public record it's up to the police she's admitted to doing it
2: that's that's my point I think that that the cops getting involved is totally acceptable for right. the wrong that was done it's, it's the human rights yes, violation aspect that we're discussing. right? And to me, this is not a minority group being picked on. This is a couple of obnoxious women and an right. obnoxious comedian right. going at it, frankly, in a way they deserve each other. They're, and I would yeah. love to see them in front of Judge Judy telling them both. <laughs> that I been, would love this you know, to go to Judge been, Judy. That, that is a great idea. You should Radon. get lost. You know, both of you are to blame and you deserve what you got. I agree. But for a A human rights tribunal to get in the middle of such a small, personal, ridiculous case does create a dangerous precedent for all of us. And it means that any time somebody has a problem with a comedian, we're going to go through the same exact thing again with pointing out the 107 pages. Well, in fact, we're not talking about this. We're talking about that. It creates a very bad scene for us. Again, I
4: I agree. I agree completely with what you're saying there. I think the Human Rights Tribunal thing has, has been an embarrassment and unnecessary. And uh, But the thing that, that I'm most worried about is the reaction of comics who will say that this is singularly a guy called a woman a dyke, and so now he has to pay this. Right. And so we all have to rally around him because it's a singularly a freedom of speech issue, which it's not, based on the actions, not the words. And beyond that, it's like... Uh, so when people go on the website and they say this happened because a person hurt someone's feelings and everyone goes yeah well we all have to defend that and then by the same token they're going well my worry is that in BC no one's going to want to start up a comedy night because you know they're going to be worried that they have to pay 7500 bucks in fines because the comic because the comic said a bad word well again the context of this is way broader than someone said some words on stage and for comics reacting singularly pretending that it was based on a guy saying something to me that sends a much more dangerous precedent because why would anyone who but Nope. Harry,
0: but Harry, most of the reports in the media, both, both pro and con, do not even bring up the assault. They bring up the fact that this is what the guy said, and this is why the thing has been laid down, and this is why the Human Rights Tribunal took this case on. It's for the words. And you are saying, and we all agree, it's the majority of the problem happens off stage which, therefore, the Human Rights Tribunal has no reason to have even any say in this. The police should be. It should have been the police. But the problem yeah. is, is that in the future, no one will know that. They will just say, this guy called someone a dyke and he paid this money. See, and, and Perception is half the battle.
4: And that's my whole thing with this. I just want people to be informed because if right. you're uninformed and you're screaming that this is what happened and people t- take that as the truth and then react based on that, that's bad. It's like watching campaign ads and thinking that that's singularly what happens. Right, yeah. of
2: course, yes. But, so, you know. but but the the human rights tribunal is involved because they see it as everything at a human rights tribunal is a class action suit right? right you can't sue because your feelings are hurt you're suing at a at a human rights tribunal because lesbians or gays or black people or whatever minority or whatever whatever group Short, fat, you, white you claim yep. to represent yeah exactly has been tarred by this man's awful brush Right, because you can't go into the Human Rights Tribunal and say he made fun of my shirt and anybody else who wears a shirt like this. It doesn't work like that. You are representing your group, and he wasn't attacking the group. He was attra- He was attacking one obnoxious person, and she was offended by one obnoxious guy.
1: So, so should there be a whole like, gang of uh, uh, lesbos ganging up against uh, these other two lesbians uh, and saying that, like, well, yeah. no, we can defend ourselves? <laughs> yeah. Are you, oh, you're just sweating over a gang of lesbos. And it's yeah. true that you can't, you, you, know, you can't police all ignorant people. I mean, ig- ignorant people make the world go round. Who's going to flip my people cheeseburgers and, uh, and fill up my car and, and watch uh, the Red Green show and uh, support Comedy, Inc.?
4: Look,
0: people people can vote with their dollar. That's the biggest thing. People can vote with their dollar. If they didn't want to see it and they were upset, they should have left, they should have wrote someone, they should tell the media. That's what happened with Michael Richards. He was shamed in a way that everyone accepts is is a a good thing for what the crime was but the human rights commission and tribunal is far bigger than what it's deserved people don't like my show they write me some people say it's wrong that's fine but i still have the right now there's this idea that he can't even perform in bc anymore well some would argue
4: he's never performed in bc
0: well of course (laughs) But that to me is also a very slippery slope. Why is it now he's not allowed to perform in a province? Wait a minute, slippery slope.
2: Is that a racial comment? Yes.
0: (laughs) Wow. Well, especially after it happened to Japan. Unbelievable. (laughs) Jeez. You know, like that that idea that he cannot, now he's banned from a province. Is that right?
4: See, I couldn't find that. I've heard that, but I couldn't find that anywhere. It's, so not again, so,
0: yeah, it's not in the 107-page
4: report. Yeah, it's not in the 107-page report. So if it's not in the actual report, people saying he's banned from performing in B.C., well, until I see somewhere that right. that's actually been decided, I'm not going to keep, you know.
2: Nobody ever booking him to perform again is not being banned. Well, that's this is an argument that me and Harry have had not, many times. <laughs> that is not <laughs> working, and right. that's that's totally acceptable. I mean, in my opinion, you do a bad job, offensive or not, you shouldn't work anymore. That's, right. that's reasonable. I agree 100%. <laughs> yep. But
0: there are cases where the comic does do well, but there is a small minority in that group who does not appreciate it. But to say the 300 do and 10 don't, and they're the ones who make the most noise and affect the ability of that comic to perform there again.
5: I think the thing that bothers me a lot about this is that this woman is making a lot of money off of a complaint, of, off of getting her Well, I don't know if she's
0: making a lot of money. She's had to no, Well, that's a lot of for... money to a lot of people. Yeah, but it's been three years. Yeah. It's been three years, and she's going to make 22 grand. I bet if you asked her, if, would she go through it all again, I, I bet she would consider not doing it I would again.
5: love to hear her side of the story from her. We're never going to. Well, no. Because she's basically a coward. She's one of those people that... I I find that she's a coward because you go to these things and you whine and you cry. He was not at the human rights thing because he was living in Halifax or whatever. He couldn't go. So it was basically what she said. Everything was what she said. There was nothing about what he said.
0: And also, just so you know, in the history of that tribunal, they have never not found the person guilty. In the whole history of that tribunal, every time someone had brought in a case, the other person was found guilty. So his opinion was, why am I going to incur an expense? Because he's got to pay his own way out to Vancouver to testify in a thing that he didn't even believe in, and neither did his lawyer. And they've never, ever overturned a tribunal.
4: Okay, by the same token, this guy who specifically in the months afterwards once the tribunal was first yes. underway yes. he used it to try and build controversy to try and make money yes yes and yes. his you know his Good shows point. his you know he's got a PayPal account where he's asking comics to pay for his legal bills yeah it's like you know, Save some of those the monies to to go defend yourself. I would and again, rather give time, money to the venue. I, and at the time, I yeah, the so guy would I. I. I feel worse for the venue. I feel yeah. really and bad. Again, the the, ve- the venue should never been. Fine. And again, at the time when he was having his freedom of speech rally, where he's having comics come on and do one minute, because what better way to express freedom of speech? <laughs> and he's, and he's and on his website he's, he's saying we are fucking heroes and he's talking about how it's singularly a big thing he put up posters after that wanted yep. by the FBI criminal blah, blah. he did everything he could and also talking about the amount of media spun off to do my show it's a great way to get media this guy's used it to, to in any way if any credible comic would have been able to do this they would have been able to spun a lot of money out of this the fact that True. he's such a shitty comic who had, who had like 17 pieces of international media and was able to spin it off into not being able to work work anymore as i mean he's had every opportunity to turn this into money
5: i agree with you on that point that he he's kind of taking it to the thing i am not upset about i'm not upset for guy earl i'm upset for the venue and i'm upset for
2: other comedians sorry but to my mind the venue was stupid for letting Guy Earl put a show on.
5: But the venue doesn't know who Guy Earl is. Don't, then why yeah. would
2: they give him space to put on a show?
5: But because I've gone into a place before, I've gone into a bar and say, listen, I'm a comedian, and they don't know if I'm a comedian or not for real. And I said, can I please put on a show here? We'll bring people in, we'll get you... Any idiot can put on a comedy show. It is not well, hard. And
4: again, that venue that venue had put on shows for years. Yes, they, do lesbian, they do lesbian, they do lesbian shows there. Yeah, the girls, yeah. Yep. yeah, their clientele is 60% lesbian. Yeah. Which is also maybe not the, pla- you know, so guy, Errol, you know, what the hell is happening in front of me? Anyway, so the well, thing guy Errol, is, yeah.
0: but, so but again, like, well, Harry, let's not I want to talk about that exact point you just made. The fact that the clientele is 60% lesbian, the fact that they do a lot of lesbian shows there, why is the venue now paying $7,000? Is it only because they let Guy Earl go on?
4: I think it's because because no one based on the ruling, it's because no one at the restaurant did anything to stop what was happening. And a lot a part okay. of that, part of that is that the guy that runs it went for a walk. Right. because the one guy who would have done something was out for a walk. But
0: Miss Purdy claimed many times that he was there and every other person said they weren't. No, no he wasn't. can't no,
4: he apparently he got back after the second incident. Okay. And uh, so then that's when she went to the washroom. That was after the two incidents. She went to the washroom. He just came back in. Guy Earl is guy is uh, is filling him in on what's happened while he's been away. And that's when she walks past to go to the washroom. And that's when Guy calls her again, a fucking cunt in front of the guy. Right. And then she comes out and then he goes crazy and grabs her sunglasses and breaks them. Well, so that's apparently by most
1: accounts, that's apparently just when he got there. But also, you got to keep in mind too: like any idiot can call themselves a comedian. There is no degree, or there is no piece of paper that says you are. Well, unless you go to Humber, was okay. Well, there you go. (laughs)
5: And then you can be a professional comedian (laughs) with a diploma,
1: and you can get it on a card, and you can also then start selling pot too. The um, (laughs) uh, but also, it's like: was it Garrels' show? Did he book it? Then, like, does I mean? But most people that like. Uh, allow a comedy show to go on at their place, like, don't do any research on the the comedians that are actually going to be at that venue. But I think it
5: was Guy Earl's show. I think that he was was, running it and he was hosting it. And it was a show up and go up. And it was, you can't expect high quality comedy at those shows. And that's the problem. Like, I ran a lot of really shitty open mics when I first started because I was a new comedian and I wanted more stage time. And how do you do that? You host an open mic. Right. You're on stage once a week, guaranteed. And, you know, you can build a following if you get better. Guy Earle, obviously, from a lot of people, I've never seen him, I don't think, but I've, I've heard nothing but horrible things about his comedy. So, obviously, he was terrible. You see,
4: again, that's one of the issues because he's, he's maintaining that he's – it comes down to whether he was an employee of the place or not, which was right. also part of contention in it because – He's sort of saying that he's employed by them. They're saying, well, no, he's having some free drinks. It's not employed because then again, they would be more liable if he was employed. He also said on the Dave and Chuck thing, he was talking about he, he singularly presents himself as knowing what the rules of it are and say and he said, quote, I'm the paid entertainer, so I can't be touched.
5: Okay. Well, I mean, there are
0: things. <laughs> okay, well, we got we to gotta take a quick break. We'll come back because I do want to talk about the future and what we think is going to happen with this case. Flying and, cars. Well, I hope so. Wow.
1: Jetpacks. Yeah,
0: and, and, and no lesbians <laughs> are allowed to drive them unless and they make sex out. robots. <laughs> sex robots. Okay, we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back with Simon Rakoff and Harry Dupe and the whole guy Earl controversy. Segment number three. We didn't even think we'd get one segment out of this, so come on back. <laughs>
3: Guess which host bought a Shania Twain album just so they could do blow off her tits? This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost, Dave Martin, and Kathleen McGee.
1: Hey, this is Doug Stanhope, and you're listening to Darren Frost and Friends on
3: Anything Goes XM Radio. Guess which host has to start their car with a breathalyzer? This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost, Dave Martin, and Kathleen McGee.
0: Okay, we're back from the break. Uh, joining us in the studio, if you just are joining us, is Simon Rakoff and Harry Dupe. We're talking about the guy, Earl Controversy, the comedian who got in trouble uh, with uh, heckling and assaulting lesbians in Vancouver. Ooh, what a, that's a byline for a movie I want to watch. Uh, we were talking about the idea that a lot of comics start up uh, their own little venues at open mics just for stage time. And this is what uh, some people consider what Guy Earle kind of did by running the venue. Was he an employee? Was he not an employee? And some people think he was, and some people think that he wasn't. So where do we sit on that?
2: Well, I think it's pretty clear that he just went into a venue and said, I'd like to put on an open mic night, and I'll host it. And they right. said, sure, why not? Yeah. And he did. I don't think the restaurant had any idea what they were potentially getting into because— Again, this is precedent. This has never happened before. Right. So, yeah. it's not like people, I mean, what I'm what I'm afraid of is a situation where everybody who's going to go on has to write out their act, give it to the people in, yeah. in the venue, say I'm going to be saying this. It's checked for any potential right. slurs. Yeah. I mean, it creates a situation where nobody can take the time or bother to put anything together.
4: Okay, I don't think that's the case though. I don't I think that they're first of all, it's it's 4 years ago now. Some you know someone would have said a word somewhere that prompted someone else, and especially in Vancouver, where again I'm I don't believe people going well only in Vancouver. Well, no, in Halifax, one guy called a the. But radio the judgment
0: kid. only just came down now. That's the difference. So the media blip and the the big bang on the radar is now. So people now yeah, know yeah this is about the biggest bang.
4: But people were certainly aware of it. Sure. And people who were you know the the amount of press in Vancouver for for someone who's thinking of running a room. I mean this didn't, this didn't sneak up in them.
2: Right. Yeah, but the cash the cash layout is not wasn't clear until the judgment. Right. I yeah. mean, you know, at, at, until the judgment, everybody's thinking, well, this has to go. I mean, I'm surprised. I actually thought it was going to go away. I actually oh, yeah, so thought the I. Human Rights Tribunal was going to say, this is not really in our jurisdiction.
0: Right. But I think everybody did, and that was part of the problem with comics in, in this country. Um, a lot of American kind of comedy websites are hacking on Canadian comics, saying we're not doing anything about it or blah, 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 and... It's easy to say that from California or wherever you're from. But when you're in the belly of the beast, when all of the research I did, it sounded like Guy, anything he said, said that, you know, it's, it's, it's not going to happen probably. We have a good uh, team here. We feel very confident. Never once did it come through to me. Maybe the last six months he did and I just didn't notice it where he said, like, I think we're going to get convicted here and we need help.
4: Well, again, if his quote is, I'm a paid entertainer, so I can't be touched, it's pretty obvious that he never thought that any of this would
1: come home right. and be used. It's right. pretty
5: obvious that he's never been a paid entertainer, because paid entertainers get touched on a nightly basis in Montreal.
1: Whoa. <laughs> oh, uh, hey now. Uh, has this woman actually gotten her money yet? No. Uh, and ha- he's, saying,
0: he's, he's saying he's not paying.
1: Okay, so it's... OK. All right. So she hasn't gotten her money yet. No. And can it still be overturned by the uh, Supreme Court?
0: Well, I believe that's where he has to go. He has to go to the Supreme Court of Canada, which will take obviously a lot, a lot of money. And that's where this whole PayPal account comes into play and and trying to raise funds for his cause. And some people are really jumping on a side and putting money in that PayPal account. Um, I, I don't know what to do there because I still believe in freedom of speech. But I also believe that not every I believe both parties were wrong. But I think the Human Rights Commission tribunal had no right being there.
4: I agree totally with all of that. And again, when it comes to like a PayPal account, I, you know, I'll fill that thing full of money if it comes down to what he said on stage. But it comes down to way – it comes down to actions more than words in my mind. And so – and if if it comes down to I'm defending comedy or I'm defending Guy Earle, well, I have to split that hair.
2: Yeah, well, right. that's I think how most of us feel. I mean we're all on the same side. It's a shame that you can't choose your heroes. I mean, imagine if it was Boyd, you know, or or Darren, you know, how much better would it be? I have
0: said far worse things to people than he has said in that argument. I've been there for some time. And I have said horrible, horrible things. But every person that comes into my show, I am already proactive. There is a warning on almost all the doors says you will be offended. X rated comedy. And it's not just one sign to try to get away with it, they're in the washroom, they're in the front door. At your table. I I, I piss in your mouth. Exactly, you know? But I am worried about the future that now people do know about this. And I do say some things that can be construed as
5: hateful, and offensive things. Well, what I want to know is that now can comics go... Like, Kathleen, you do to, a lot of rape
0: jokes. You do a I lot do of a rape lo- jokes. I've
5: had a lot of... And if one person's in that audience and goes,
0: I've been raped, I, and I think <clears throat> this is extremely offensive. Me,
5: I've had things like that happen to me before. I've had women come up to me and uh, say, how dare you talk about rape Right. and joke about rape. And I'm like, basically, you don't know what my background is, so right. don't be bitching at me. And, I mean, this is like, I should be able to say what I feel. And that's the problem with this whole thing. And it, I understand where you're coming from, that the main issue was that it was after the show that he was attacking
4: the Well, them. it was during right. and after. Anyway. Off stage. And again, the same token, if if in that context, if, if the comic went to the table from some women who were upset at rape jokes, and the comic went to the table and was yelling, you stupid fucking cunt, you deserve to be raped, you should always be raped, you stupid fucking dyke cunt, whatever. Yeah. And and then and then does it twice and then again confronts her later and grabs her sunglasses and breaks them. Then that's way different than someone saying my your words hurt me.
2: Yeah. Well, but again, then the human rights uh, tribunal. It's a court is not, case. Then. Yeah, exactly. That's for the police, not them. I mean, I I can't help wondering: Does it work both ways? I mean, I played many gigs where they're shouting, you know, Jew and. Oh yeah, making stuff yeah, at me. for Sure. Am I allowed to go and? No, they know, weren't. They weren't complain? on stage.
1: Can I get the, the number of that booker? The, who, booked <laughs> on, who booked you on the Anti Jew show? <laughs> <laughs> I got I could. I could go there.
2: But uh, it is, I want
5: to know if comics are going to be able to now say, "Oh, um, that person just said you suck. I that hurt my feelings. I'm going to sue them." Like, can we start going after people that have yelled out things to us?
4: Are they the entertain? Are they on stage? Are they? No, Did but they them? But they're Why in there, and leave? it hurts
5: my feelings.
4: So again, then, because I'm doing a job, now, and they're now, ruining my, now, my job. Now that's something that comes down to, especially when it comes to talking about the bookers and the people running the room. If it comes to that, if the if a person in the crowd says something so heinous to try and dig at whatever the most sore spot they could probably dig against you is, should comics now have the right to say, "Well, I don't deserve that," and I still, and I can walk off stage, and I still have to get paid?
0: That's look. Th- this goes back to my assault case. In uh, January 08, one of my biggest concerns and bones of contention is security and safety in comedy clubs. And one of my things why I did not sue that comedy club—first of all, they're pieces of shit. But second of all, (laughs) uh, the idea was that from now on, any comic that feels threatened or feels that they may be assaulted can walk off stage and still get paid. That was the reason I never sued anyone because I wanted that to be known and I wanted it to be out there because that is a serious thing that is happening. Audiences are not only assaulting comics with physical things, they're saying very hurtful things. And then when you try to top it back— you know, some audience members get upset and it's like, no, no, this is how it's going. This is how it is. And then the whole show is fucked. And I can't do anything with the fucking tool and die
5: operator that got too hammered <laughs> and it's fucking up my show for exactly. hundreds of people. And then, the, and then that club is too scared to book you in the future. And I can't get booked back. Because you're too volatile. Right. Yeah.
0: Vancouver, 08 uh, I did a great shows, sold the most merch I ever had, shook the most hands, was banned. Not asked back. They did not want me back. Listen, I
5: did a show at the comic strip in Edmonton when I was first starting out, and I had rape jokes. And this one, there was a girl in the audience. that was with a bunch of her friends, and she got very sensitive sensitive about it. And instead of coming up to me after the show or to the manager, she got her and all of her friends to email about me. And then that, and then I got banned from that club because right. of a joke. And right. I was just like, it's just, it's just so crazy. I mean, it's a comedy club. You have to go in thinking these are jokes. This isn't all true. Blah blah blah, but if and if you're gonna yell something out, you better be prepared to be called a cunt dyke.
2: Well, as that's ma- all I'm trying to say. As much as I may disagree with what happened to you, I still think that that's a reasonable forum for complaint. You know, to email I, and stuff, to yeah. email and I agree. get you banned from the club. I mean, I'm sorry <laughs> it happened. I agree. But I don't think that's. I know, didn't
0: like it, but I agree. If they don't like something, they have the right to complain, and they have the right to block me from going to Vancouver. I don't like it, but that is the right way to handle yeah, it. Yeah, it's better than Not suing a human that. rights commission.
2: Exactly. Well, yeah.
1: it's, it's like the same thing that happened to, uh, well, kind of like the same thing that happened to Gilbert Godfrey when most of his, like, I mean, when they said that, uh, like, they referred to what he said as comments and opinions about Japan, and that not You're talking jokes. Talking about him losing
2: the uh, joke. right,
1: right, 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 right. But I mean, like when like when they would state in the media that like, oh, and, and there were these were the uh, comments and opinions about uh, what happened in Japan from Gilbert Godfrey. But if they just addressed them as jokes, then probably people might not be as upset as they were. But people thought, oh, these are these are opinions, and they were they were jokes the whole time. Delivery makes
2: a difference. Yes,
4: and again, part of, you know part of the worry here is we're we're wondering and worrying about where it goes from here. But, you know, there's been no there's never in stand up. As, as long as stand up has been stand up, there's never been a shortage of controversy or arrests or finding out where the line is and right. moving from there. And there and there will be some martyrs, whether you like them or not, along the way. But, you know, and it's a matter of, of evolution. I mean, you know, we're
2: not going to know until it happens. Yeah, but this feels like devolution to me.
4: Yeah, very good
0: point. It does. It does feel like a major setback.
4: Well, again, you know, I mean, guys, first thing was saying, well, they were disrespecting the show. But your whole point of going in was to do as much damage to the vodka bottle as you could. You were introducing every act as the next fucking douchebag. You know, the entire show was disrespected before anyone else said anything. And the comics, by the way, in every single thing, the comics were booing Guy Earl. And he even talked about that on the Dave and Chuck show. Right. So
2: it's like, again, it's like... Booing yes, suing no. That's what I say.
5: But it is true. Like, it, this is all a point of it just went too far. Number one, if you wanted to do something, you should have talked to the venue and say, I don't think you should run this show anymore. Hit him where it hurts. Hit him where he can't get on stage anymore. And then, you know... The other comics maybe should have stopped supporting But the room. venue
0: did stop. The venue it said— did. Well, the venue's him. now closed.
5: I know, but at the
0: time, the venue did call Guy and say, you're not welcome back the next week. The show is canceled. They did do that. So the idea that the venue did nothing, it's not like they went back to business the next week and right. Guy Lero was back on stage and going, here's another douchebag. They stopped the show. <laughs> and they—I think, you know, because of who their clientele is, and maybe not, maybe they just felt it was wrong— but the fact that they had to pay seven thousand dollars just because they didn't go up to Guy Earl and stop at that second, I I don't know. It it seems a bit weird to me.
5: I think that that woman even picketed that restaurant, a restaurant that supported the lesbian community for as long as it did, and then she went in and had people. She fucked it up. It. There's no venue now. Like I mean, that's a bad lesbian. You're not being nice to the other lesbians that it has supported. Well, yeah, even
2: well, the, where, she, where are all the other lesbos that are? Uh, why do you, know, you getting...
5: stop stop calling them fucking lesbos? That's obnoxious. But even
2: Is it really? Yes. Even, oh, okay. even the <laughs> one she was with. Was not involved in the case. Yes, I mean the other woman at the table who was kissing her. Yes, was not involved. Yep. She didn't want any part of this. Yeah, but we
5: all know. I, I think that that woman dumped her eventually, so <laughs> she's gonna be sad. I don't and think, the, with I don't think money. the other
4: woman the guy was going off at was the girlfriend, and it's not. And, and most of the information is that the other person was straight. Right, yeah. the person that he was attacking. I, I don't know if there was two or three people at the table. I don't know what the context. There was three. Yeah, there was three. But the one that he was screaming stuff at about about you're just a fat dyke and no one will fuck you because you're a fat dyke cunt was apparently a straight thin woman. So, um, so it's so there was more than one. So there was more fun. than one yeah. bad piece of judgment on the night.
1: What's her yeah. phone, What's her phone number?
0: <laughs> <laughs> there goes Dave. Does she work out at curves? Is she insecure? <laughs> Well, the, I think I think that he'll probably take it to the Supreme Court, and I don't think this case is going to go away because let's face facts. It's the only thing he's got going on in his life, uh, career-wise.
5: And the only other thing I wanted to say about this, too, is because people are getting the wrong impression. Like you said, Harry, people are hearing different sides of the story. It has not been very clear in the media, in the interviews no. that have happened. So regular joe is getting the wrong impression of this whole story they're getting this one side of the story where this poor lesbian was was being berated by this mean angry comedian and and then some of the stories are like oh this dumb dyke was being berated by a professional comedian nobody has gotten the true story on this and that's the problem Which is that regular assholes. people
4: and and not and not just you know not just websites and opinion things but like national media like yeah. you know, like the sun and the star paper they're and, doing it all wrong. Yeah, every, no one has no one has properly portrayed the exactly. context. Exactly.
0: Now, magazine called him an anti-gay comic.
4: Well, yeah. Hey, well, again, I got caught. You know, when I when I did a Newfoundland joke on my comics episode, and everyone was mad at Ellen DeGeneres, but they didn't have her phone number, and then so I had to go on. I had to go on. Uh, two people called CBC, complained about it because I made fun of Newfoundlanders, right. although it, it prefaces by setting up that they're the friendliest people in the country. Anyway, I get a call from the local evening news in St. John's to ask if I'll come on to do a satellite hookup to defend my racist, hate-filled humor. <laughs> because I talked about a solar-heated yeah.
2: library being faced the wrong way.
4: Right. Yeah, come on. Which, how
2: even... that's I, how
4: It sounds perfectly even-handed. How can I not accept that? Ideally,
2: right. here's what I would like to see in the future. I would like this to go to the Supreme Court. I'm going to be doing a benefit show for Guy Earl, where the money's going to go to the you know guy fund i would like you to go to the supreme court have the supreme court dismiss the charge as a hate crime and then have guy shunned by every comedian and comedy venue like yeah you took the bullet for free speech but you're still not good enough to work
0: it's true well okay on that note
2: yeah, that's yeah, it.
5: I don't. Well, think Dave's that. never working again now. Oh, always a little. We had, to but do. we had I,
1: the end. We had that, the ending. Yeah, yeah. But I do think that I probably say something just about every single show that someone could call up and complain as well too. So. Of course,
5: yeah, you do. Do
4: your I've Japanese I've done jokes about, about, ja- done
1: jokes Whoa, about Japan. Okay. <laughs>
0: yeah, I've done jokes about Japan since the tragedy. You know, I do jokes all the time about tragedies. And uh, I get into trouble for it, but I think people vote with their dollar, and that's how it should be.
4: Again, comedy at its best is a combination of truth and cruelty. And right. As long as we can protect that. The-
0: yeah, I'm at fine. the end of every joke, somebody gets hurt. Whether it's a Newfoundlander because they put the solar panels in the wrong way.
4: Dummies.
2: Or,
0: you know, Japan, uh, for the Japanese people, what they do to dolphins. drowners. You know? It's always the fucking same thing for me. Someone gets hurt. It's just whether you're in that group that you like
5: getting hurt or not. Those people are called sadomasochists.
0: Yes. Another one we're going to hook up with, Dave Martin. Hey. That's when we go on video. Okay, well, we're out of time, but I want to thank our guests today, both Simon Rakoff and Harry Duke, for coming in. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Thanks Darren. for coming in, guys. It was a great, great uh, debate, and hopefully we'll have more things like this in the future. <laughs> more things getting fucked up, and then we can yell about it. Yay. Yay.
3: And you thought your mother catching you masturbating was uncomfortable. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost, Dave Martin and Kathleen McGee. <laughs> Hi, this is Ernest
2: Borgnine. You're listening to Anything Goes with Darren Frost on Laugh Attack XM Radio.
0: Thank you. Thank you.
3: Still waiting for the bestiality videos to get their own category at the Adult Video Awards. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost, Dave Martin, and Kathleen McGee.
0: Okay, we're back from the break, and uh, that was a uh, that was a really
5: really intelligent, an articulate show. I can't believe how smart I sounded. Wow, I sounded and, smart. And we only said "cunt" when Guy Earl said "cunt." Yeah, exactly. Wasn't that nice? We, we know, did talk about marks. sex robots, and and uh, Dave did say "lesbo" a bit too much. Yes. I don't
1: know why that is a bad thing to That's, say.
5: Yeah, that's it. It's like uh, Oriental Lesbo. These are
0: just words you don't use. But you know
1: what? You could you every time you call someone fucktard, you could probably get uh, taken to but a human that's rights not tribunal. A, sure.
5: That's not a specific group of people. Retard yes, is. Is, yes, is not. Retards. Retards. Oh, fuck tar- oh tar- fucktard. Oh, yeah. tard. Tard. <laughs> so I'm a fucktard. I want you on my, my <laughs> jury. I want yeah. her on my jury. <laughs> that's not. It's just it's a tard. <laughs> I've not a been retard. on a jury before. It was you know, really like funny.
1: a butter tard or oh. uh, a lemon tard.
5: Hey, I just want to. I want to know. Did you guys vote today? It's the Canadian election. I today. did vote. Did you?
1: I, I voted did. for uh, Jack Layton, or as Olivia Chai would say, Emperor Layton. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, I voted for... I, well, I shouldn't even say who I voted for. But, Why? Uh, Why? Well, this is going to air on Wednesday, so
0: the vote, it's already over. You're not yeah. going to no, affect No, I, vote. I just
1: say a lot of people do keep who they vote for And to we themselves. do have American
5: um, listeners, so we voted for our emperor today. Yes. yes. And who knows? And he had new clothes. Hopefully the emperor will... Have a, I really hope that we have a leader with a mustache. I like a man with a mustache. Mm-hmm. I think hey. there's... Jack Lane got caught in a rub and tug in 1996
1: Good and for him. finally
5: some
0: leader I have something in common with.
1: Yeah. Well, you know what? I would question any former police officer who wants his name uh, not to, to be withheld. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, just like, any cop that's yeah. sort of like, I don't to I would to really question get anything involved.
5: in the Toronto Sun.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> but, yeah but I, I want mean,
5: all my prime
0: ministers to go to rub and tugs. I so I they'll be too. nice and calm and relaxed. All their, all their decisions will be well made. Are
5: we going to give aid to Japan? Uh, 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 uh.
0: Yes. Yes, we will.
5: <laughs> I, I really, what I'm interested about to see, here is the voter turnout for this year's election because it was very low the last few ones. Nobody right. got really behind it. But there was this huge surge of like people got into it this year and they used a lot of social media. It was a lot like watching the Obama election. Yep. And I think that a lot of young people went out and voted. I hope yep. that a lot of young people went out and voted. And I hope that, you know, people's voices are heard. That
0: But, but we'll I have to admit the terrorists won. Because they took a lot of steam away from the election because of I, they Osama did. bin Laden they did. dying. Well, I
5: just posted on my Facebook. I'm like, I hope you, if you don't vote, bin Laden wins. Yeah, yeah, of course.
0: <laughs> I can't wait to get my Obama Ghana T-shirts or Osama Ghana
1: T-shirts at Walmart. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I keep
5: hope- on saying Obama's dad. Obama's dad. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Everybody does. It's very confusing. Yeah. Well, hope the South
1: we, will rise again. We, yeah. I just all I hope is that we can put a, a, a funeral to all seventy-two Virgin jokes from now on. Yes, oh, I've so heard a nailed, lot of them. Yes. Yeah, I did and You were guilty of that too. But that joke—that
0: joke is like five years old. I, it was just a one-liner, but I agree with you. It's right. hack. It's, all the Osama jokes are hack.
5: I think, yeah, if you're if you're a comedian getting all like salivated and excited about the Osama jokes, uh, don't. Yeah, just, please. just don't I do I did oh three. I did three.
0: I said that the West Memphis Three is responsible for Osama's death. Yeah. They killed him. And then I said the, uh, the uh, oh what's the other one? Fuck. The, yeah, the 72 Virgins one. And then, I can't even remember the other ones. Well, yeah. there
5: was a one thing on PunchlineMagazine.com they had their favorite tweets, and some of them were really funny. One was from nate Bargatze in in new york and he was like uh it suddenly got really uncomfortable in this cab <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> which good. was very funny
0: and david feldman had a great one too if you ever you should follow david feldman a very funny comic he had said that you know that michelle obama is not going to be walking straight the next morning yeah. My <laughs> yeah that's a nice I like one. That
1: one that's I like a good that one. one
0: no that's good mine was oh that's right uh weekend at osama's 2012 summer nice. starring uh, andrew mccarthy
1: what was a uh, what I thought was amazing was they would show I guess the uh, there was a baseball game in Philadelphia mm-hmm. and uh, for, and they were showing uh, you know uh, shots of the crowd and then just everyone was looking at their blackberries and, and <laughs> iPhones and then everyone was looking at each other right and then just people immediately going out into the streets and then just celebrating yep. this thing I mean do are people really going to put up that much of a protest because we 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 haven't seen a body it's already been buried at sea. We haven't Listen, seen that many, that much evidence. There's already and,
5: conspiracy theorists that are saying the he's fact been we dead can't see the years. body and it's been. They it's say weird. he's been dead for years, and this is just a way for the Obama administration to claim to victory, claim victory, and blah blah blah. But, but you know, people. All I'm not should we looking be celebrating? I'm just tired of hearing the chant, USA, I'm already cheered. I'm tired of it. Yeah, no,
1: I watched enough wrestling in the 80s, so I got my fill of USA, USA And does this chants.
5: mean that the troops get to come home now?
1: No. Uh, no. no. We, they oh, still got to clean up all their shit over there. I thought that that's why they were over
5: there. My I thought f- that they were over there to get Obama, well, Osama. That's, See, that's what they I'm said. <laughs> <it up.
3: laughs> um, Thank you. You
5: don't, don't have your president have a name so close to your biggest enemy. Right. Okay, like It's too confusing.
1: Now we can go after the real people behind 9-11, according to Charlie Sheen, so. Right. Uh my favorite conspiracy theory as far as this goes is the fact that uh, Osama uh, that Barack Obama uh um when he announced that they uh found uh out that uh that Osama bin Laden has been killed, it interrupted all, all television across the United including States. Including Celebrity Apprentice. Including Celebrity Apprentice right at the boardroom meeting yeah. part. So another uh, F you to Donald Trump, who's Yay. not going to run for president because he's a fucking asshole.
5: Did you see? Did you Letterman see? Wait, Letterman called wait, wait. Racist. This racist. Did you see the Obama speech from the...
1: I heard about it. I haven't oh, seen it Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. It
5: is so funny. That, would, yeah,
0: that was my one tweet. I said, uh, day Obama, day one, uh, Trump slap, day two, Osama kill, day yeah, three. Yeah, it's a good week for Ob- He's going to convince Obama. that America Elvis is finally dead. Yeah.
5: Like, seriously, that speech, if you have not looked it up, it's amazing. And I haven't seen the Seth Meyers stuff, but I heard that he's, he did a really good job as mm, well. Right. I mean, of course it was all written for him, but the delivery was awesome. Right. So.
0: Well, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's been a, a, a crazy week in, in the news. Where is sure. everybody this week? Uh, this weekend, I am nowhere. I signed up for spots for Terry McGurran, a great comic, is uh, doing shows downtown. So I'm hopefully going to jump on one of those shows. We'll see. Dave, where are you?
1: Uh, I I don't know. I don't uh, I don't know where I am this week. <laughs> I probably I don't think I actually I am anywhere. I think next week I got a couple things going. Uh, I got a couple things going on next week, but uh, we'll mention them. Next. What week. about you?
5: Uh, this Wednesday, Thursday, yeah. Friday, I'm at Casino Rama opening for Russell. Oh, that's right. Your big of show with Russell. Are. We have to talk. Of course about that. you are. I
0: forgot about that. That's great. I'm really excited. Are you staying up there? Like you're getting a room kind of thing? I'm staying up there. I got Good. all
5: my my uh, info, and uh, I'm really looking for... And who are you going
0: to go with? Are you bringing a, a girlfriend with you so you're not flying
5: solo? I am going to drive up with Claire Brissot and Christina Walkinshaw. Nice. And then, uh, I don't know, I might get a ride home from somebody else on Saturday. But um, I'm very excited. Uh, t- tonight or tomorrow, Russell is opening again for Charlie Sheen. Oh, in, in Vancouver, okay, and now Charlie Sheen has Jeff Ross on the tour, and okay. Jeff Ross has been roasting him. So I really want to talk to Russell about what that's like, right? See right. See how the tour's going, but I'm very excited. So if if you're in Ontario and you're at the Casino Rama shows, um, yay! That'll be fun. And yeah. Follow me on Twitter. Come and yell XM Radio at Kathleen. X, yeah, scream XM Radio. XM Radio. <laughs> Fuck tired.
0: And uh, big uh, shout out to uh, Mark DeBonus, uh, a comedian that won the Yuck Yucks we Great Day Laugh Off. have had him on
5: here, and I've wanted to get I him know, on forever. So he will be on here. Now I'm we sure. have a reason.
0: He's won this big, big twenty-five thousand dollar competition. He
5: did, and he won the best newcomer this year. And he's one of those comics that's just one of those naturally funny comics that you were, kind were of. Were you guys
0: there? Were you there for the finals? No. No, I oh. I,
1: I heard about it, but. So
0: just so everyone knows at home, uh, the chain of comedy clubs up here, Yuck Yucks, puts up $25,000, does a big competition, and it gets down to you know the various rounds, and last night was the final eight comics. All eight comics were very good comics, and anyone could have took it and marked a bonus. A very unique style, a very interesting style kind of comic. So, uh, we'll have you- him
5: in. He's, he's yeah. one of the people that... I kind of hate because he's just naturally funny. He doesn't really have a lot of jokes no. that I know that I could recite or remember. Only problem with that is
0: he either kills or he bombs. That's what but. I said
5: to some of the other competitors. They were a little, They were like, oh, I'm going to win. And I'm like, well, you better hope that yeah. the crowd doesn't get on to Mark DeBonis because then he will kill and he will win. When
0: I saw the final lineup, I was talking to someone at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. And I said, I think you know Eddie Dallisepi's got a really good chance because he's really tight and he's worked his seven minutes. And then they said, "What do you think about Mark Debonis?" I said, "You know what? If Mark has, a, if the planets align, he can really, He'll really, kill the room. Kill. and he did, and he did, which is great. But there's been times where I saw him, and it's like it's been tough. You it, know what else?
1: Oh, sorry. I just said Mark Debonis has a very sort of uh, idiot savant sort of quality. Yeah, about yeah. Him. yeah. But and- I just. No, no I just but I, I just like sometimes I think if you actually had to ask Mark what is funny about your your jokes he might not even know right. And yeah. like a lot of time he doesn't even know what is the funniest part about him. But
5: but uh, there is one guy that I wanted to shout out. He was also in the finals. His name is Eric Andrews. And he's yeah, other people really told me about this guy. Very I, very funny. I don't think I've seen him. I first when I first moved here about two years ago. I saw him. He reminds me a lot of Andrew Iwanek in his delivery. Right. He does this cute little thing. He's a very funny comic. My one thing about him, I wish he would be working on his comedy more and right. I wish he would be expanding his act cuz he's a very funny guy, but maybe this is going to push him so right. he, you know to he go further. But Eric Andrews is somebody that he deserved to be up there.
0: Okay, well, we are out of time. Dave, quickly, the iTunes account. Have we uploaded any more uh, things uh, to the iTunes? We are
1: go- I'm going to put up uh, the Peter Anthony. I'm gonna- I'll do three episodes this week because uh, we've been slacking on that. So Just it'll be random Peter- episodes. Peter Anthony, John Hastings, and Jason Rouse will be all up this week. Okay,
0: great. Well, until next week, folks, I want to give a shout-out to Victoria and Paul, our uh, our producers on the show and putting the show together. Uh, thanks to them. And until next week, let's hope no other comic gets sued for $22,000. Till then...
5: That's it. Bye-bye. I
3: smile and wave. I smile and wave.